0: Hi everybody, Charlie here. It's episode 149 of the Cherry Podcast. This week, Grayson and I talked about the World Cup so far. We did an NBA player review heavily researched by Grayson. We talk about Ronaldo finishing up with Man United and whether there are evergreen entertainment sets that you can get into. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye. Good morning, Instagram. It is the... Uh, the lowest technology podcast in the hobby back early on a Thursday and the reason why... Wednesday. Wednesday, (laughs) even earlier than Thursday. The reason why we're early, Grayson, is because Australia's won the World Cup this morning. Australia has won the World Cup, defeated France (laughs) this morning. Everybody was... I woke up, I'm joking, of course, but I woke up this morning grabbed the phone to check Twitter, and the tweets that I saw, maybe it's because I was still half asleep because it was so windy and I didn't barely sleep last night, but I was led to believe from the tweets that people had posted around that we had basically won the World Cup. We were up 1-0 defeating France and everybody was posting like we'd beaten them. Mm. And I was like, wow, did we? Because I knew the match was on, I thought, "Wow, is that match over already?" I go and check the where we're up to, and it was still in the first half, mm. and we hadn't beaten them at all. And then we get spanked, mm. which is what I expected would happen. <laughs> but everybody thought we'd won. Now it was it was exciting to be in the lead shortly,
1: mm. you know, but it wasn't going to happen. Well, I mean, I was watching the game live. Mm. And the moment Australia scored, I sent Dale an urgent message. I said, sell all the Mbappes. The World Cup's over. <laughs> so it was just get out, get out stakes. Um, Australia scored over France. Mm. Um, this reminds me of like how Scotland almost made the World Cup cricket final. Um, yes. I, I, the world has just changed. The- or
0: the horrendous Brazil v
1: Germany. Final that was incredible. I watched Is that 7 1 yeah, I watched yeah. that with a German, yeah, with my beautiful German friend Uta, who you've met. Hmm. Um, and we watched it in a cinema as the only two people in a cinema on a massive screen, and it was yeah. just phenomenal like just seeing uh, that. But the game was boring as well, yeah. Um, no, it was a, it was an interesting morning. I mean, it's great that Australia scored. The reality was they're always going to get spanked. Um, yeah, just the Saudis played. St-
0: oh my God! Thank. They- I didn't see that match, but that was a that was the
1: real upset. Yeah, there, and they played like a team that it's- could get through, that could qualify for the.
0: Yeah, well, it looks like it now. I mean, they're a, they're they're not a top tier team. They're a strong team. But they're not expected to beat Messi's team.
1: No. So what's happened there? What do we do about it? It's over. Messi, it's over. Well, he did put the ball in the back of the net twice. Yeah. Only one of them counted. The offside rule that they've got <clears throat> and this equipment that measures it whereby any part of your body that is in front of the last defender mm. makes you offside is horrendous. Like... It's literally like you think it's too much. Well, yeah, you'd want to. I tell you what, you want to, you want to be well strapped down there. If you're, if anything was going on, you want to be have the real good strapping on because <laughs> it is. It comes down to a game of centimeters. Yes. So um, you want to be looking like a Ken doll, I reckon. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. shin pads. Um, horrendous decisions. Uh, But at the same time The the Saudi team Were phenomenal Yeah And And they're gonna push They've they've got a great Structure There was another game I saw too Um, It was Denmark Versus Tunisia Mm -hmm. Tunisia Dominated Denmark Dominated them Wow And Just a little bit of Polish Would have won that game Convincingly Mm-hmm. So I don't know. The world's changed. It's an exciting. It's been an exciting start, though. What's it? What are we? Two, three days in. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. Two days in, already tired. Hmm. Fell asleep during the England game at like three nil or something.
0: Hmm. Well, we've got a um, we've got a few we've got a few weeks to go.
1: But I told you, Argentina are overrated, massively overrated. Did you? Yes, I said that last week. Did you look it um, up? Go and prove him wrong. Mbappe, <clears throat> absolute certainty for the golden ball. You think so? Yeah, missed an easy goal today, but just completely. But he got dominated. another one. He got one. Yeah. Completely dominated. Set up like another two. Mm. Was a big part of like the other one. Like just unreal. Mm. Um, and Australia gone. Uh, forget about it. Just write, put a fork in them. They're done. Yeah, I would have thought so. Who else is in that group? Doesn't matter. You could put... You could put, like, Qatar's B team in that, and they would win. Mm. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Mm. Well, it's not a strength of ours.
0: Uh, we, we're better than that. Soccer. We used to beat. Is that what you're saying? I just this, We
1: were a better team?
0: Yeah, this
1: team's bad. It's so bad. Mm. Smart mm. move by Ange to uh, quit coaching them and go off and coach a good team.
0: Other soccer news... Well, not new. I mean, we sort of knew it was going to happen. Ronaldo and uh, Manchester United are getting a divorce. Mm. Um, what does that do for for certain sets of cards, for example? It's why it happening? What's the what's going on over there at that club? That club's a mess. Sounds like it. Yeah.
1: It's like, I like that their their argument over Jaden Sancho is that he doesn't play defense very well. It's like, no, he's like, he's like one of the world's best attacking wingers. Like if you need him to debate defense, like there is a big problem with your team. Like he should be really, really, really not good at defense. Like that's, Mm. that's, that's what makes him brilliant on the other side of the ball. And, Mm. um, and so, yeah, I think that I think that it's a place where players go to die, um oh wow, yeah, it's dire, um anyway, do you reckon it's
0: gonna be do you reckon what is happening is like similar to the Lakers situation where they go where they they think that they are, and maybe they're right sometimes? They are larger than the game. They are the brand. You know, we are the brand and you will come play for us. And, you know, like Lakers, uh, if you listen to certain podcasts, Lakers are notoriously cheap, the Lakers organisation. Ah, okay. You know, the top two or three boys, like a LeBron or whoever, is getting paid well and then everybody else on the roster and, in fact, everybody else in the building apparently are treated quite poorly because... The, the, the thinking from the board or whoever is, well, you're at the Lakers. Mm. So that's part of your package. You're at the prestigious Lakers. Is a similar thing happening at Man U? Like, we are the most famous club in the world.
1: I think it's. Um, so you'll get what you're given. It, I always go back to Rocky Four. Well, don't we all? Maybe Rocky oh, Four. Yeah. I always go back. And um, there's a certain thing that comes with being great. Mm. That you start, it starts to become a business. Mm. The hunger that drove that club to become great, yes, is replaced by that sort of glory and and the the dollars that come with that. And mm. um, I think that when you have a, a buying groups coming in and buying these brands mm. for their business acumen and not to Take that brand and make it take it to another level. Yeah. Then invariably it starts to decay. Mm. Um, and I think that the what we've got at the moment with Manu is the frayed ends that are the remaining of what they built in that period where they were just so hungry to succeed. And mm. um, I mean, it must be hard. I've never, I've never been, I've never been Rocky One, let alone Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think you're talking about Rocky
0: Three. Rocky three, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, yes, that's the one where he's been. Yeah, he's set up with lots of easy fights. Yes, and then cl- the hungry of Lang comes along and knocks him out because Rock isn't hungry anymore. Rocky three, yeah, and then he's got a he's got to find the hunger again. He goes out and trains with Creed. Yeah, comes back, he finds it. Yeah, can man, you find the eye of the tiger? Yeah, maybe. But you're right. If they if it's treated like a great big brand now, like the Lakers mm. and Man U, and we just all we want to do is sell more merch, do we take our eye off actually winning games of soccer? As a result, and then the club starts to slip, and they go, "Whoa, holy shit! What's happening? We're not winning matches anymore. Mm. Nobody cares anymore." And another club
1: takes the op- that opportunity. I thought it was really interesting because there was this massive attitude with Manu, and I apologize to people, we're not talking about cards so much. Um, <laughs> the, there was this massive thing about how, oh, under Ole, they were, they were a counter-attacking team, never going to be a Champions League team if you're counter-attacking. So they get this guy in Ragnick who's, you know, uh, going to be a assist with the, mm. the changeover and provide, you know, intel and all that sort of shit. And he goes out of his way to make them a shit team that doesn't counter-attack when all of their good players are counter-attacking type players. Mm. They've barely got any defensive sort of mindset whatsoever. But they persist with it. We're going to go and we're going to be a non-counter-attacking team. And, of course, they were shit. They lost heaps of games. Mm. And as a non-counter-attacking team where the slow build-ups, you tend to get in crosses rather than burst down the wing, Ronaldo kicks like an like almost ungodly amount of goals uh, headers um, mm. from crosses and uh he's like the second best sc- scorer in the league in a very limited amount of time and then it's suddenly like oh Ronaldo's the problem yeah because he doesn't press it's like well he was the one shining thing of your non-counter-attacking style football he can't counter-attack he's like 100 yeah and then <laughs> and then this year they play shit 35 <laughs> but that's thirty. uh 30, he's older than Messi. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he's just less injured than Messi. Yeah. Thirty seven, maybe. Um, and then they play this non-counter attacking style and get their ass kicked for two rounds this season. Mm. And then they go, Oh, okay, let's just go counterattacking again. And they start winning games like they were under Ole to begin with. It's like, right. yeah. We know they can counterattack. <laughs> like Ole he got second in the league counterattacking. That's what he did. Yeah. And it's and Ronaldo's there going, hang on, well, I can't I'm no used to you and Ten Hag knows he's not used to him as a counter-attacking mm. forward, so he doesn't get any game time and Ronaldo's like well wow this this changed quickly yeah like this. the mindset was all we're not going to be that and I'll lay out and I don't know I'm done with it I think what is going to really out of all of this mm. who really loses his EPL trading cards well yeah because it, people like don't respect the stars in that league at all beyond Ronaldo Mm. so I'm not sure what happened there because they're already soft with Ronaldo
0: yeah yeah
1: so what happens Um, Mm. let's find out
0: Mm. I wonder where he ends up because he's obviously thinking you know he's not retiring I he would he would he would still if he could be stay healthy
1: he would still have two three years maybe four I think that Newcastle should pick him up because they're, they're, yeah, they're astonishing. And he's, and they're growing really well. Mm. Their, their season is probably two years from now. Mm-hmm. And, and he's not going to, like, he's going to be a, a very handy forward there for, for one, or so, one or so seasons. They'll, he's not going to get the Champions League that he's looking for this year, but mm. I can't see a Champions League team putting him in at this point. Like, it just wouldn't fit. Anyway. Mm. Um, what have we got next? That's soccer. Yes. World Cup. I want to give you an NBA report. I think that mm. too many people are asleep at the wheel on both the 21-22 rookies and the 22-23 rookies. And I thought, you know what? Really? I'm going to do... This is taken me 10 hours. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, 10 hours. Mm. Also, thank you to the person who wrote it for me. Mm. <laughs> um, so... This is so that everyone here can, can wake up. Mm. Happy Thanksgiving, Nick. Everyone can wake up and be as, uh, as elite as me at buying prospects. So I'm going to go through the 21-22 NBA rookies, give you a quick update. Cade Cunningham, I think, is an absolute buy still. Uh, Listen. Yes. Listen. He's, if he wasn't injured, he was so hot. He was playing so well before he copped this injury. Mm, that's true. Um, that I think that uh, he would probably be the biggest seller in, of trading cards over Christmas. Mm. But I think people are going to forget again. So there might be some good buys. His stats this far, this far uh, almost 20 points a game, um, six rebounds and six assists. Uh, that, is, that is flying. Um, mm. He's he a <clears> crap team. They're going to get better parts around them at the end of the season. Um, I think that he's a really good buy. And the other one who is very obvious buy is Jalen Green, and um, he's getting double. Did- he's had double digits every single game this season. Wow! You think about that. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So he's. I mean, he's in the starting five. Yes, heaps of thirty-point. Games, he's averaging twenty-two, four, and three. He's not as well rounded as Kate Cunningham, Mm. but the hobby prefers points as long as they've got some sort of acumen in the other areas. Mm. Evan Mobley, his team's playing really well, the Cavs, they've got some good pieces. His best is so far from his worst still. But he is exactly what the Cavs need right now. So he's great around the rim, he's a bit piece player. Um he's his season stats under fifteen points a game, you know I hate that, but it's fourteen point eight, it's right on the cusp. Mm. Heaps of rebounds, seven and two assists. I don't think he's a buy. I don't buy into the hype around him. I think he's going to be a really handy player in a good team. I just don't see him as as the guy. Um Now, the guy who you have to sell if you've got his cards is Scotty Barnes. What? It's terrible. People love him. No, shit. He's Mr. Mediocre. (laughs) He's the NBA equivalent of Mac Jones. Okay? Like, Ah. you know how much I like Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, And his cards are flopped. I was right again. Right Um, again. If you put Scotty Barnes into a Clippers jersey and gave him an injury, then you've got quiet in it. That's what you've got. Mm. So, he could go. He should dress up. Uh, next Halloween as Kawhi Leonard. Well, Kawhi Leonard could, could
0: dress up as a basketball player. <laughs> because he so rarely
1: does it. He's, he's paid to. What are you, Kawhi? I'm a basketball player. Aha! Hmm. Good one. If there was Pokemon cards, Scotty Barnes would be like the, the one evolution below Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> okay. Do people like him just because
0: they remi- it reminds them of Scotty Pippen? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Who's next? Cool uniform. Everyone, yeah. Everyone likes the patches. Yeah. The next one is Josh Giddy. Ah. Now, okay. He's the starting point guard now. So he's getting good numbers, mm-hmm. good, good okay. minutes. Mm-hmm. He's the starting point guard, but don't kid yourself. He, his stats are nowhere near as good as what Ben Simmons were at the same time. Even on a career-like basis, Ben Mm. Simmons' stats are still better now after, like, three years of post sort of, you know, uh, choking Mm. numbers. He's still better. Mm. He is one Kardashian away Mm. from being in the G League, Mm. okay? Yes. And he'd be thinking
0: about him... He'd be exactly the sort of candidate to fall for a 100%, 100%. Kardashian. 100%. If there was, if that was a possibility, he'd be, he'd be onto that.
1: And then it'd be like, blink your eyes and he's always oh, he's in the G League. Under 15 points a game. He's getting great rebounds and assists. He's, he's like a poor man's Ben Simmons as far as triple doubles go. Listen, if you are fixated on collecting Australian basketball players. Mm-hmm. He is going to be the face of Australian basketball. Yeah, he's good yeah. looking. Um, he's going to be productive, but he's going to be a poor man's Ben. Look, like Ben Simmons had the ability to be a poor man's Magic Johnson. Josh giddy has got the ability to be Ben Simmons. Yeah, if he if he pl- applies himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plays himself to, to dodging Kardashians. Yeah. And the last one of the 21, 22 people is uh, Sen, uh, Sengun, um, the centre. on Sengun. Um, if you're one of those people, and there is a few of them, that mm. like collecting centres, <clears throat> he's your guy. I, people still do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Does anyone collect centres anymore?
0: That's a good question. That's a good one for like that TikTok I watched of that dude last week who was like, Hey, I'm a big guy. I was told I should be shooting yeah. the mid range stuff. You guys coached me for that for a decade. And then I come into the league and it's like, what are you doing? Stop shooting mid range. Go and shoot
1: threes. And he's like, what? Yeah. I don't big know. change. Absolutely. Well, this guy, um, he's, he's good. He's, he's literally his numbers are better than Giddy's. He, he only gets three assists per game less than Giddy. Mm-hmm. You could give him the ball at the point and he'd be better than Giddy. There you go. I said it. Um, <laughs> anyway. He's, that he's was got, Sengun. Sengun. Now, one of the guys I keep going on about is Jalen Brown. He's got very few rookie cards, very few signed rookie cards because he didn't want to sign any of them. <laughs> um, he is better than Tatum and it's not close. Wow. He's more clutch than Tatum and that's not close. My only concern is if the hobby will ever admit it. Right. Well, they can't. I don't think they, I don't think they can
0: because they're too,
1: they're in the tank for Tatum. If they do, Mm -hmm. if they do, it will be this. It'll be like an awakening. Like it'll be like someone who goes and what's the river in India that they go and lie in? And it's like live, eat, pray.
0: Oh, I can't think of it now. Yeah, no, I
1: don't not, honestly, I don't, no, no, that's not the no, name. No. The Ganges. I, I think it's the Ganges. I don't want to say yeah. that because I don't know much about geography. One of those stupid people. Yeah. So if you're wrong. I, Hello, Mike. I don't agree. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> if that happens and if we have that eat, pray, love moment. Yes. Then Jalen Brown is going to Discovering be. Discovering ourselves. And the guy who's under the radar is Desmond Bain. He's a poor man's Jar Morant. Um, but you literally pay a poor man's price for him. Yeah. My feeling about him is that when Jarmorant breaks, and he'll break because he's tiny, when he breaks- He's skinny. He's little. Mm. He's not little. He's very little. He, like, I saw a Pop Funko on him that is actually to scale. Pop
0: <laughs> Funko. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being squat and fat, was like
1: skinny. <laughs> um, And so when he gets broken- I think Desmond Bain could become the star.
0: Well, I like him because he reminds me of Bain memes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, get those. Yeah. He would have to do that at Halloween. he have to put the mask on. Yeah. Um, oh, as of the new guys, the new crop, the 2022-23 yeah, yeah. rookies, um, Paolo Banchero, averaging 23.5 points per game. Get around him. What? This guy's the GOAT. That's large. It's huge. That's serious. Wow. Get around him. Ivy's over. He's got 16 points a game. He's over 15. Mm. Forget it. Oh, actually, the other guy. Benedict Matherin for the Pacers. Is this called Benedict in the NBA? <laughs> the Pope. That's his nickname, isn't it? Oh, 20 points a game. Wow. Someone, if I'm wrong there, please let me know. Is that in the G League?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. What an outstanding start. I can't wait to get these guys' cards because that that number of Palos for the Orlando Magic, mm. talking Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. That's like big time. And they are such a cool logo and it's a cool... Mm. Yeah, oof, I'm excited. Anyway, that is it, uh, my rundown. Hopefully that saves you a lot of work. Ten hours I put into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you very much.
0: I would add also, of course, uh, Alex Caruso to that list. <laughs>
1: Doing great, the, did, doing great things at Chicago Bulls. You hit the game-winning shot the other day, unfortunately. Just missed. Yeah, you did, yeah. <coughs> I was so upset. Oh, I like this next subject that you picked.
0: Oh, did I? Yes. This was one because it came over from Twitter yesterday. Had a good convo uh, with some of our cool Twitter followers. Uh, so long as the platform's still up, G. Apparently, it's uh, frail. It's about to fall apart. I read that.
1: Number. Over at Twitter HQ. Anyway. We'll... <laughs> from a, From a former employee... Uh, he said it may get shaky during the World Cup. Yeah, what an what an incredible
0: quote. It's fallen apart, but we're having a good time until it fall apart. Until it falls apart on Twitter. We were talking about entertainment cards because it was a clip from um, from the podcast last week that a couple of people asked us about, and I asked, "Are there blue chip uh, like evergreen, to mix metaphors, entertainment cards or sets?" that you can go hard at, things like we talked about things like Star Wars, you know, that's not going to go away. Uh, one of the guys mentioned Harry Potter. That's not going to go away and arguably could become more popular um, as the people who were little kids during, you know, that Harry Potter movie era get a bit older and come into a bit more money. Mm-hmm. Um what else do we have? Marvel, Marvel cards, whether it's movie, you know, and TV show ones, like the Avengers Endgame sets, or the the comic art sets, like the ones that we get from Upper Deck. What are the entertainment blue chip cards, like your or sets, like like your Lebrons
1: or your Jordans or your Bradys? Yeah, I mean, like I think the that area is certainly there's been more of a focus on it in recent times with people finding you know the the rocks first football card and mm. um and things in that ilk i think that it's still wildly undervalued yeah um actors who people all around the world pay hundreds of dollars a ticket to go to meet and greets yeah. Um. That yeah. You know, those those lines at Comic Cons that just you know, mm. sprawling lines for just to to say hi to Jason Lee. Like, yeah. Or
0: like when they brought Chris Hemsworth down to Oz Comic Con. of, yeah. uh, t- Maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, no, no. Yeah, longer. Tease maybe. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Probably four or five. Probably five at least. I had all my original hair then. Um, they were they were five hundred dollar photo. For for that, and they had no problem selling all those photo opportunities. Yeah, it was no problem. People finding five
1: hundred bucks for that. I I think Mm. that is those, and particularly those sort of second tier characters or actors. I think there is a real opportunity there. Mm. Um, A lot of these movies with um, you know, let's call them child actors. Um, Mm. You know, Spider Man, No Way Home. I remember had like so many autographs of kids. Doctor Who series, the yes. Game of Thrones. There's so many actress, actors there that are, like, in their early teens. Yeah. Probably signing their first card. Yep. And uh, undoubtedly in 10, 20 years when there's the, the next big wave of people who grew up collecting Pokemon cards mm. have gone through the Fanatics expansion of the of the hobby- um, all of the growth that we're anticipating with the World Cup in in the US, all of that stuff will feed into. I think people that we kind of in the last few years we reached back and we went, oh, we'll get the Rocks rookie card, yeah, and we'll get you know the first Daniel Radcliffe auto, yeah. I think that that's the next generation. They're going to reach back for those ones, and um, I'm seeing it already. Like we had a, some really good pop culture submissions. To PSA, come, couple of them came back, pop one incredible cards, mm. and I'm more bullish about those cards, what they're going to net for Cherry, than I am about what the Jar contenders optic auto is going to bring.
0: Yeah, okay, interesting one coming to mind as we're talking about it would be those early Stranger Things sets. Yeah, at the moment, I mean that's a pack of young actors who we are who you're catching at the very beginning of their career now most of them probably don't get more famous than when they're in stranger things mm. but one or two of them probably do they probably there are probably a couple of people in there millie bobby brown for one that perhaps become more famous than stranger things you know stranger things is not the peak for them mm. but a lot of them are, i imagine it will be
1: and she's I mean she's producing some really popular movies like mm. And, and big licenses that she's a part of. like Yeah. <clears throat> the, I think that's the, the key is that, you know, even the Sandlot kids, and that was a popular movie, obviously, but mm. they're still getting rolled out at most events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing that, that that captured my imagination just recently, though, is, and I bought one of them, is that Joe just repainting the original Marvel masterpieces.
0: Oh, yeah. What a set that was. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Cost of Fortune, but, uh, 1 in 105 chance of getting, uh, Joe Jesko original painting of Spider-Man, which I think would be great. Yeah. Um, and that has fed into, uh, some discussion, um, by the count after, some discussion about maybe him doing another set, which he previously said that he wasn't going to do. Mm. And even so much to say as Alex Ross, Potentially doing a set which he's never sort of been associated with. And I don't think there's any official mm. discussion around it, but I think that the fact that in that space, there's conversations around artists who are so respected uh, mm. in that space coming back into trading cards. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, those, those sorts of. You know, like if you think of the top five artists that you'd want to see cards from, that sounds like a layer to me of a set, you know, and the Alex Ross set, the Jim Lee set. Yeah. You know, whoever else you want to pick.
1: Yeah, great idea. And listen, we might as well segue into this week's you got a jingle for it or anything yet? Or, and I can oh,
0: you. accounts to, like, cool accounts to follow. Yeah. No, I don't have a jingle. No. Sure. I've got nothing. Follow some new accounts <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and whatever.
1: It's Yeah, no. it's pretty bad. Can you maybe DM Briggsy and ask him for, like, a couple of
0: bars? Yeah, I'm sure he'll just sling us a couple of bars gratis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's uh, he's back I think he's playing um, I think he's playing a land party of God of War with Blake um, so this week's account to follow yeah yeah and my conversation with him is actually still trending in the top uh, I don't know I don't know any manuscript but when I type in his name yeah my photo pops up does it yeah I like that that's because of me Oh, is it because of you? So yeah. it's Spidey Hits. Ah, yeah, yeah. Spidey Hits, one word. Um, and, uh, infamously, mm-hmm. famously, I'm not sure, bought the, uh, Spider Man Amazing Fancy comic cut from the recent Metal release. Mm-hmm. Um, traded an extraordinarily, uh, deep collection of cards for a Venom. Classic cover, um, similar to the Spider-Man one that uh, the AF-15 that that I got. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say that he'd be the most famous comic card account in the world. Yeah. Okay. He's some amazing, he's had some amazing, um, uh, sort of, um, Discussions recently and uh, spots. I think he popped up in a King Golden video, which was oh, that sounds I was cool. like whoa! How you get in- how to get into Ken Golden? Was like, yeah. nice. Oh, he's an agent. Yeah. Um, if you like Marvel cards, particularly if you like or any sort of uh, non-sport card, he's a great account to follow. Keeps he's got his finger on the pulse of upper deck, mm-hmm. um, so he gets all the news there. He calls it as he sees it. He's not it like he's not you know getting massive checks in the mail from fanatics and Panini like i am and that yeah sort of, that just shackle me down yeah um he's he's his own man and i respect that
0: yes independent yeah. uh and and trusted yes
1: okay spidey hits i've got a tip
0: uh for what to do on social media it's come and follow us on twitter at least start a hobby twitter account is what i would say yeah i think it's going to get bigger The people are. We joked about it earlier in the pod. Obviously, we were joking. Twitter is not has did not disappear over the weekend. It didn't go. It didn't go down. And I think it's going to get. I think it's going to be more important. I think Facebook has. Obviously, we know Facebook has peaked a while back in terms of reach. Apart from Facebook groups, Facebook groups are always busy. Like card groups. Yes, I love them. Other groups that I'm in, our group is always busy, always growing. But Facebook pages, I think, they've been for a while, pretty stable. Instagram, I think, Instagram's peak has happened. I think the next place where people are going to be uh, is uh, is on Twitter. So come over and start posting your stuff on Twitter. Is what I say for hobby accounts.
1: Get involved in the
0: conversation. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. The cool people over on Twitter too. Not that there isn't on Instagram. Um now what the last thing before we get to some questions, you wanna take you wanna do a victory lap about your Luca Logo Man
1: prediction. Oh listen. I mean, I didn't want to bring it up.
0: <laughs>
1: <But>.
0: <laughs> what did it sell for? Was it three point two?
1: Oh, okay, A yeah, B- yeah.
0: Bit yeah. more? Yeah, I said three, yeah. You did say three. Yeah. Mm. Um so a little over what is it like, maybe thirty percent down or something well, like that on on what it sold for at that peak.
1: Yeah. A, generally speaking, a private sale will trump a public sale. Was that? Well, normally with a private sale, you've got someone who has a significant interest in acquiring something at any price. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the person is like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. What do you want? Okay, yeah. I'll pay it. I've always, I mean, we've always realised bigger amounts of money and that's because if it goes to auction, um you tend to, the real big fish tend to stay away from auctions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um That's not the place that they operate. They yeah. want to get stuff and, and they don't want it in the market. They don't want anyone to see it. Yeah. Because they're buying a card and it's got a it's got a price associated with them. They've got a real job to get different than that price if they ever go to sell it. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So, um, it was always gonna sell for less. Um and my feeling is that three million dollars right now is way more valuable than four million dollars back then. If you haven't looked around, mm. the world's falling apart. Like it's, it's a bit, yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> you could, the, what you could buy with four million then was nothing. Of what you could buy with three million now. Mm. Um, and uh, and I think that that is, I'm sure that the person who sold the card mm. feels the same way.
0: Mm.
1: I didn't understand. I don't understand why people kept on posting the price. Without the buyer's premium, because the buyer has to pay it, um, and that therefore is included in the price. Like, that's, that's, uh, you take that into account when you're making a bid, so... Yes, yeah. Yeah, so it's no different than an eBay, like, you don't don't post... Shipping or... You don't, you don't post eBay prices minus fees and, like, it's just the eBay price. Mm. Um, so I think that's really important to understand. Mm. Um... Luke is a big risk, uh, mm. that hasn't got a team around him that can win a championship or doesn't look like they can win a championship at this stage. Mm. Um, so at this point in his career, he's very much looking like he's going to be a scoring champion. And he passed the ball too much to be a scoring champion. So you know, he's very pass – he loves passing the ball. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a genuinely incredible player. But uh, is he going to get the rings? That's the question. Yeah, that's so. right.
0: Well, you are right again. Let's have a look at some questions. Can you do more videos of where I am right? Like yeah, just just, just clips, and just a highlight reel. Yeah, like the top ten times Whitey was right. Yes, that's it. That's what the hobby was. <laughs> Raúl and Garcia and S Boogs twenty three are both asking about Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals.
1: Oh, okay. Did you? Are they planted? No, they're not planted. Um, so they're coming. I've given, I've given. I've given uh, Blake a list of uh, one, two, three, four, five breaks that he's going to list today. Oh, okay. Then they're, they're going to be at better than Black Friday prices, um, and we anticipate they'll sell out before Black Friday. Um, so that's a start. Uh, that's across all categories. Are they there special breaks. Special breaks. Just, just crazy prices. Yep. Crazy low prices. Um, so there's those. Uh, the Black Friday deal, uh, will be announced on Black Friday. Mm. We discussed doing the early ones and, oh, just get, I get over always being on sale. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, every time they water this, sa- every year the sale, this sale gets
0: watered down mm. by all the big boys. Mm. They're like, November first, it's Black Friday. Comes early. I'm like,
1: oh, the fuck. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. and like we invariably we lose because people have, have have spent their money before we gets to cheer <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, but so we just got to make it better. And I think it's, I think it's going to be an extraordinary sale this year. We've got, yeah. we've got one, maybe two things in a barrel for Cyber Monday. Yeah, okay. which uh, which will um, which won't be involved in the Black Friday sales, mm. so we'll hold on to those, um, and they'll perform worse because everyone wants to spend their money during Black Friday. But mm. they'll be outstanding. Um, yeah, Black Friday it's a good thing. Like I don't, it's not, it's not the be all and end all of my calendar. Mm.
0: Yeah, but definitely keep your eyes out, and if you want to know about the offers, early specials. Mm. Promos like this, join the Facebook group because that's usually where I will drop little hints about stuff like that. Uh, Multiverse says, do you think the Road to Qatar cards will increase in price for the players or team that win the World Cup? Or do you think after the Cup is done the card price will fall off and
1: people won't be interested anymore? That was a really long question. Mm. Do you think the Road to Qatar uh, will increase in price? Uh the road to Qatar, so not the World Cup prism stuff. Um, I think, like anything, there'll be there'll be big jumps in certain players throughout the World Cup as they present themselves. There's always like a handful, five or ten players that post World Cup go from relative unknowns mm. to massive contracts in top tier clubs, um, and this will be no different. I think maybe this will even be more this time because there's so many injuries to, uh, players that are, that are regular starters. Like, yes. So they're going deep. Mm. Cannot believe that France didn't start Kamavinga in the midfield. Mm. Furious. Um, yeah, I'm furious. Mm. They, they started uh, Rabiot, who has got some awful, kind of statistics around his ability to be a defensive mid, but anyway, he played amazing. He just made everyone look like made me look like a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't that, get that one right, did no, you? That won't go into the top ten. <laughs> um so to answer your question, there'll be some small moves. Do I think those products will go down in price? For a while. For a while. And I think Don Russ rode to the World Cup Was will, it the two cents? It was Don Russ and Mosaic? Yeah, Don Russ and Mosaic and National Treasures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don Russ will go up because the kabooms are, uh, it's an outstanding checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those players, Vinnie Jr., Saka got their first um, kabooms there. Halan's got his first kaboom there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronaldo's got, he's uh, his, uh, his first in a real product. Mbappe's mm-hmm. first in a real product. Um, heaps of amazing uh, kabooms in there. Pele autographs. Which are getting up there in price, um, based on the TikTok where everyone else in his team is dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So does that. Um, you're these people are animals.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Multiverse. Another good question, mate. Carlos says, "Have you guys got the sixes or the Nets in today's game? I don't care about
1: the game. I, I need the sixes to start playing." Um, uh, what's his name? Springer got some nice Springer cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that happens, then I'll go for the sixes. Um, or I need Ben Simmons to light it up because um, Cherry's got a lot of Ben Simmons cards. Mm, okay. Any more? Quick, is there any more good questions?
0: No, yeah, I've I got my it. relatives
1: asking me questions. Which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, they're normally better than this. No, that's it for today. Well. That'll Listen, that'll do. If that's all people want to ask me, that's fine. Mm. Um, but I do think we need more where Whitey was right. Yes. Okay. And mm. perhaps we need um, top five underrated pop culture rookies. I'll give you number one right now. Who is it?
0: If you look at the top ten highest-grossing actors at the moment on Wikipedia... The top five, right, are um, are basically from the Avengers films. you got Scarlett Johansson, Chris Hemsworth. Boring. Chris Evans. Pretty boring. One of them, however, is uh, one of those actors who was in all those films is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, okay. Samuel L. Jackson in all those Marvel films. Samuel L. Jackson in shitloads of Star Wars films. Yes. And Star Wars sets. Has a rookie card. In a set for the National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Wow! From back in ninety two, yeah, ninety one. That set you can find for nine dollars. Buy a couple of them,
1: because wow. it's got a Samuel L. Rookies in it. The, that's listen. I think put a poll up. Let's find out who the top five underrated ones are. And I, I think that's a good article. I think mm-hmm. then then we could potentially. We could potentially get that article on one thirty-seven PM.
0: Yeah, the uh, that's the sort of that's the sort of article that would let's, go get, for it. Yeah. let's get it on there because he's got to be. Uh, he does so many films, and he's in those two huge franchises. And that and that card is, yeah. You, I mean, you you get the set for seven, eight, nine bucks. Mm. You just buy three sets. There we go. I have got three of his rookies.
1: Mm. Fun one. PSA ten.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. Bye.